0: Ohana means family. Wish I could be part of that world. You wish upon a star.
1: Practically perfect in every way.
2: We'll make a wish and do as dreamers do. You're braver than you believe, and stronger than you seem, and smarter than you think.
0: Force will be with you
2: always.
1: Welcome to Mama Bear Jamboree. Let's chit chat, yik yak, and flim flam with our panel of moms as they help you plan your next Disney vacation. Let's go into the Imagination Radio Network studio and see what Rachel and Samantha have in store for us this week.
3: Welcome everyone to Season 1, Episode 1 of Mama Bear Jamboree Podcast. We are your hosts, Rachel
1: and Samantha, and we are super excited to be starting this journey with you today. Yeah. So Rachel, (laughs) I'm going to let you get started and tell everyone a little bit about you first. So go ahead. So yeah, my name is Rachel. I am a lifelong Disney
3: Parks fan. Um, I've been going to the parks since I was three years old, and I am now older than that, and uh, I am lucky enough to have been a resident of Orlando, Florida for the past uh, few years, and uh, an annual pass holder as well as a DVC member. So, Disney parks are definitely one of my my biggest passions and hobbies, and I am really excited to uh, be sharing my love of it with uh, you, the audience and also uh with my daughter who is going to be born as of this recording any day now
1: we are waiting on her arrival yeah me too and (laughs) and my husband (laughs) rachel's getting just a little impatient just a little bit (laughs) (laughs) all right and i am your other host samantha Mm -hmm. i am a kindergarten teacher by trade and i feel like that just goes along with me ma- making magic. Education, you have to make magic to engage young learners and I feel like I get a lot of inspiration from the Imagineers and the Parks and the philosophies of Walt to just keep doing my thing and making people happy, making people enjoy what they're doing, telling them stories where they're learning and they don't even realize they're learning. And I feel like that is something that the Disney parks just does really well. Yeah. Uh, I am mommy to a three-year-old princess. She loves Disney just as much as I do. The happiest you will see that little girl is at Walt Disney World meeting characters um, or on Slinky Dog Dash. We are super excited to be able to bring this show to you because Mama Bear Jamboree is unlike any other podcast that's out there right now. Mm-hmm. Yes, there are other mom blogs and (laughs) outlets for Disney parks, but we wanted to be able to put our perspective in an audio format. We want to have more opportunities to engage with our listeners and
0: that's exactly
1: what we're going to try and do here. We are going to give you candid opinions that are unfiltered, unsponsored by Disney. And just tell you what real moms do and what real moms think, and how families navigate the parks and do what's best for their family to make their trips worth it because Disney's expensive. Mm-hmm. So if you want to do it right, because you can do it wrong. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. And I really love how we'll be able to dive into a really, really granular subjects each episode so that um, our listeners get the best. Uh, overview possible of of lots of different types of subjects because there's a lot of information out there. Uh, Planning a Disney parks trip is unlike any other, unlike planning any other type of vacation out there. And uh, there's a lot to learn, even if you've been a a few times before.
1: Like I was saying, you can absolutely do a trip wrong. There are families who get home from their Disney vacation and they don't want to go back. And it's because they didn't know about all of the options that they have for fast passes in the park and they didn't know about dining um, options and everything is just kind of overwhelming when you get there. You can't just go in without a plan if it's not something you're familiar with. Yeah,
3: and the reason is it's, it's expensive. You're spending a lot of money. Um, And we wanna make sure that you have the best information possible and that you go in with clear expectations of what you can get out out of this vacation.
1: Yes, we want to make sure that every trip you take is enjoyable, that you know all the background information, every little tip and trick we can give you, every piece of magic that we can find to share with you so that you don't miss out on anything special and you have the most magical Disney vacations.
3: Mm -hmm. That's
1: right. And so that's what we're here to do. So let's get started with our first episode. We are going to be talking about Disney's Disability Access Service Program, which is a tool that a lot of families could really benefit from, but they don't know it's an option for them. So we wanted to hit it straight out of the park our first episode and give you this heavy hitter and just show you what we're going to be about at Mama Bear Jamboree.
3: Yeah, and I know from experience uh, that uh, we could have been taking, my family could have been taking advantage of this uh, many trips where we didn't and uh, it's a really really great option, uh, but it's also an option that you really need to know about and research beforehand before you get to the
1: parks. Yes. So let's jump in.
3: DAS is a system put in place for families and individuals that may not be able to wait in a traditional queue very comfortably. DAS is not a pass that will get you to the front of the line, but it is meant to be used in conjunction with Fast Pass Plus, uh, which we will cover later this season, to help guests with disabilities within the parks and encourage flexibility in their plans to assist them.
1: So, in order to obtain a DAS pass, it is not based on a guest diagnosis, but rather the type of accommodations a guest might need because of their diagnosis. In any of the parks, you can go to guest relations and a cast member will ask about the kinds of accommodations you might need in the park. This is most commonly a time for guests or parents speaking on behalf of their children to mention what inhibitions there are to waiting in traditional queues. For example, a child with sensory processing disorder or autism might have sensory overload waiting in the queue for that long. The guest with the disability must be present when inquiring about the DAS pass or the request cannot be approved. So have your child with you.
3: The DAS pass will be added to your My Disney Experience app and is good for 14 days, so you will not need to go to Guest Relations each day of your trip to get a new pass. Annual pass holders will have to go back to Guest Relations every 60 days to get a new pass.
1: We will now bring on our two panel experts to answer some questions we have had submitted about the Disability Access Service Program in the Disney Parks. Denise and Shelley, thank you for joining us today. Hey, y'all. Hi, everyone.
3: Welcome, ladies. So our first question comes from Danielle in Clay City, Kentucky, who asks a, kind of a loaded question. How does DAS
2: work? Um, first thing you need to do is you need to find um, guest relations, and that can be in any of the parks. It's usually when you first enter, you'll be able to find guest relations. And when you go there, um, well, this is what I did. Um, I had an electric um, scooter. So I went in there and they took a picture of me and they had my family and they had everybody up like, into the system. And we were able to um, use that during our entirety of our stay while we were there at the park. And from what, I, what they told me, it's, it's good for um, up to five people in your party, including well, not including the person um, with disabilities. It's five extra people with them. So that was good um, to have it was it was it was relatively
0: easy getting the pass
2: thank you so much Shelly Denise uh, do you have anything to add to that
0: yes Shelly actually did answer exactly what I would say we enter the park we go to guest relations um, we use a das for my son who has autism and sensory processing disorder and it really does help out um, the lines and just getting a few of those rides that we just didn't get a, a pass for and It helps us. So uh, we go up to Guest Relations. They do take a picture of my son and I'm an annual pass holder. So it stays um, in our My Disney Experience app for 60 days. But I usually don't get back in that time. But it's nice that it stays and they ask us who's in our party. So usually it's my husband and my other son, a party of four. We have had another family join us at one point, and they allowed us to go up to eight guests, which was nice. Um, We added them uh, for a day or two uh, during one of our summer trips.
1: It is surprising and- that they they let you do that because I know that they say that it won't be they won't do more than sex
0: mm-hmm. um, No, it is- they told us exactly that but we asked and they you know We went they- actually to the guest relations. It was in the back of Mount, uh, Magic Kingdom Over by the polar presidents in the back and we had somebody very nice and they added because we had a family join us for quite a few days So it was nice now It's important. I
3: I do want to bring up something because we we also, my family also uses DAS. Uh, We have a a member of our family who has a disability. Uh, But we were actually just in the park on Sunday. And normally in the past, we have gone to guest relations to get the DAS. but, But this time, they actually had us go to the Chamber of Commerce. Which we've never done before. So, depending on the flow of traffic that day, they might direct you to somewhere else. But I think it's it's always a good idea to go to Guest Relations uh, first. And uh, for uh, Magic Kingdom, that would be the location that Denise mentioned or uh, Town Hall. Town Hall, to, yes, next town to hall, the Chamber yeah. of Commerce. Um, and also the other, the other thing to note, um, Denise, you mentioned that uh, you had other families join you. Um, even though the pass is good for 14 or, or 60 days, um, if your party changes, if you add people, um, you do have to go, uh, go back, back to get them added, correct?
1: Yeah, that is, that is the case. And if they're not present with you when you go to add them, they won't be added. They have to be there when you're adding them.
0: Right. Right. The whole family was with us. Exactly. Okay.
1: All right. Awesome. Let's move into our next question. It is from Lisa in Troy, New York. Does visiting the parks in a wheelchair or scooter mean I qualify for the pass? Um, Denise, why don't you get us started?
0: I would say it really depends on the person in the wheelchair and their health issues. Not all things are seen with a disability, we all know this. Um, so I would say to the families to use their discretion on when to use a DAS. Um, there are many reasons why someone has a disability, and again, it's not always visible. Um, in my child, there's moments you would never ever know, and sometimes it's very outstanding, so it depends. And this, the cast members are so great, they would never really question. I have to say the first time the DAS was offered, I brought some paperwork from the doctors and a diagnosis, and they didn't need it. And, you know, it made me feel good because I just wanted them to know that I wasn't trying to abuse something, and, you know, my kid wants to get in the line. So I, I really use it a few times each each day we go to the parks. It helps, like I said, for a few, so. Shelly,
1: would you like to add anything to that?
2: Yes, um, Denise pretty much hit the nail on the head. Um, it's a guest um, whose disability um, it's based on necessity um, for the use of a wheelchair or a scooter. Um, it doesn't the person doesn't necessarily need a DAS pass? But then when you have, it's just I'm going to use myself as an example. Um, the last time I went, I couldn't walk. I could barely stand up. So, and I I too thought I needed to bring like medical records and things like that. But the cast members were so genuinely kind, and they're like, Miss Bennett, we don't need that. You know, we, we're here to help you and any questions you have, you know, and that's something else. Like if at any time that you are unsure of anything, the cast members are more than well willing to help you and assist you.
0: I just wanted to add that, um, again, wheelchair doesn't always mean everybody needs the DAS. And I'm going to exactly. share a quick story because I did go to Disney with um, some female cousins of mine. There was about six of us. And one of my cousins who's um, older than me, she had foot surgery months prior to, and she just said, I just can't walk around, but I can get up and I can get online. and I can wait in line once we get to the fast pass. So we didn't even use a DAS. She just Mm -hmm. took her little scooter and we went on the lines like normal and she could have gotten one. And she said, no, we're fine. It was January. So the lines weren't that bad anyway, Mm -hmm. but it really is your discretion. If you feel that you need it, you know, to go to guest relations and get one.
1: So what about taking wheelchairs in the queues then? Can you take wheelchairs in the queues and scooters?
2: this is what they did for me. And I'll use and like, um, Splash Mountain. They took me right on into where people usually, um, get off of the boat. Um, they took me there and I was able to park my scooter there and my family helped me get in and assisted me. That's if you cannot walk on your own, and you have to use the wheelchair or scooter, they will guide you to right up to where the ride begins. So if you
1: can wait in line with your scooter or your wheelchair, then you wait in line with your scooter or wheelchair.
3: Absolutely, yes,
2: absolutely, yes.
1: So that's that's a really good answer. The one thing I want
3: I do want to just make sure uh, we we clarify is that um, most of the queue lines are wheelchair accessible. So if you don't have a DAS pass, um, you can wait in the in the queue line as normal. If the queue line is not wheelchair accessible, they will, as in the case of Splash Mountain, and I, and I know for sure Small World is like this too, they will uh, bring you right to the front in those cases. So you don't really need DAS or Fast Pass for those lines if you are in a wheelchair.
1: If you don't have anything else other than you need to be in a wheelchair or a scooter, then you probably don't need to use DAS.
3: Great answers.
1: Next up from Sarah
3: in Proctor, Vermont. Uh, She asks, do you have to apply at each park or does one approval give you a pass for the duration of your stay? No and yes.
2: (laughs) 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 Um, um, You do not have to apply at each park. Um, One approval will cover all parks during your stay. And these can only be obtained in the park, correct? Not at any of the hotels? Yes. It has right. to be inside the park. Okay, yeah. great. Yes,
0: yeah, so we always do it on our first day, whatever park we enter. Hollywood Studios, Magic Kingdom, I just do it right away. And um, like I said, with the annual pass, it's good for 60 days. But if somebody's staying a week, they give you a little bit longer to yeah. keep it. Um, maybe if they stay in Florida longer, you decide to go to a park another day, which is nice. So make sure you just have your party with you. And if you have to add people in or take people out, it, Yeah. once they're in, if you take the picture of your child or if you're the adult with the DAS, they'll have it and they scan that band. It's very easy to use.
3: Great. And uh, Disney Springs is also not an option as well, correct? No. Or
0: the water parks. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, there's nothing there that the DAS will use, no.
3: So the four theme parks only. Got it. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right.
0: Our
1: next question comes to us from Alyssa in Lafayette, Louisiana. Can you schedule rides on the app with the DAS pass like you can fast passes?
0: Okay so that's a really good question because we all know how exciting and how necessary the fast passes are. Unfortunately the DAS um, pass is used to hold your place in line technically so it cannot be used like a fast pass which means you may only use a DAS once or one at a time meaning okay let's go to Slinky Dog Dash and get that DAS pass, we'll walk around for a little bit, do a few things. I'm not allowed to go to Tower of Terror and get another DAS while that one is still being in on uh, holding because uh, my magic experience will come up with my fast passes if I look at it and also I'll have the DAS and the time frame to come back, which is great because it's a reminder as well that you have one to use. And once that you, that's used, you can use another one.
1: So Shelly, can you tell us more about actually using the pass? at an attraction or a ride. How does that process work?
2: I didn't have trouble um, using it at all because I pretty much, since I couldn't walk, I usually would go up to the cast member and they would send me to the alternate queue. If I had like a fast pass or something, they would still scan my, my band.
0: Okay, so for Shelly, she went up to the queue because she couldn't walk further, but my son we would just go up to the there's actually um the fast pass line the standby line and there's usually a cast member at a lot of these rides or attractions now with a cast member with an umbrella that has das or rider swap you see the sign so i'll go up and say yes i'm here to get a das for my son and my family of four then when our time is back say they say come back at one o'clock and it's 11 we go back and i go right to the fast pass line and when we scan our magic band like you would a fast pass, it actually comes up blue, it comes up a different color. But my son, who has the DAS, has to do it first. So that's another thing to know. And I'm sure Shelly
2: might I have forgot had about be the that. Same. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yes. I just remembered that because a lot of times you go to do it thinking it's a fast pass, and my husband will say, "No, you you know let your let Christian do it first. He has to do it first, and he does it because we're in his party yes. as a DAS family. Does that make sense?" so
3: you can't get the you can't get the return time unless the per unless the uh person with the das passes in your party and when you return as denise said you do have to scan the uh member with the da the guest with the das's band first
1: and their uh, picture is, pops up right Yes. um yeah
0: does it does it pop yeah. up at that point yeah i don't really so, like yeah, they see it on the screen
1: i mean i have a an FOP fast pass booked for my three-year-old, but I'm not going to put my three-year-old on FOP. I'm taking her band and going back on myself. Right. Like So it's not the same with Das fast. Like you have to, the the person with the disability has to use their band.
3: Yes. yes. Uh, did we mention that you can can't you can't ma- obviously you can't make the Das return time on the app, but you can cancel it from the app. The other thing uh, to keep in mind is. Once the de- once the return time is in your app, um, it appears and is treated much like a fast pass. So if the ride goes down for any reason, um, you can uh, you'll get a an anytime fast pass instead of just a regular return time.
0: I like to add one more thing. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, with a fast pass, they'll you know you grab it you know on that fast pass day, and it's 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. So you want to get there within an hour. But a fast the fast pass is a little different because the DAS, they'll say, you know, it's 11.01 AM, can you come back? It's an 80 minute wait and they give you a time. But you really don't have to come back at that time. It's pretty much to your discretion to come back after that time. So
3: mm-hmm.
0: we usually do, we'll say, oh, it's about that time because we want to get another DAS, probably two or three a day. But you um, there is no limit on when. So if it's at one o'clock and you happen to have lunch or your child or, Whoever with the disability is not feeling great, you could do it at 4 o'clock. You still have it. It doesn't go away.
1: So when they give you your return time, it is based off of the wait time and they just basically add that to the current time and you come back at that time?
0: Yes. It's almost like you're waiting in the line without being in the line. That's the best way to describe it, Sam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to get the DAS from walking up to that ride. You can't do it from the app. So that's another thing to know. You can't say, well, let's try tower tower and get a DAS and you're over on the other... You have to physically walk there with your party, get it scanned, and then you go back. Which can cause a little trouble with a child with special needs. They want to go on that minute. I have to explain to my kid, like, we got the pass, we'll come back in a little while. So sometimes...
1: I still think that, you know, being able to explain that to your child and saying, hey, we're going to come right... You know, we're going to come back when it's our turn.
0: Instead of actually
1: making them wait in that 80-minute long queue where there's so much going on. So I can definitely see how the pass would help with that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. As simple as it is, and it is, it just there's a couple little things to know. All right, next question from
3: Jenny in Birmingham, Alabama. What are the easiest rides to get on or off for people with mobility issues? And are there any rides to avoid? Uh, let's start with um, Magic Kingdom. Um, uh, Denise, can you tell us a little bit about what you think the easiest rides Uh, for mobility
0: issues are in the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, so Magic Kingdom pretty much has a lot of rides and attractions that are accessible for wheelchairs because they have a lot of wide space when you're standing in the in the queues. So I'm going to say it's a small world, has very wide you know easy access. Little Mermaid, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is a little tight at points but it's very easy to go through that path. Basically all the rides at Magic Kingdom I think are pretty pretty accessible. I believe they're all wheelchair accessible, even haunted yeah. Mansion. I mean, yeah, you know, uh, Hall of Presidents, Big Thunder Mountain, just like like Shelley said earlier, it's depending on if you can walk to where you have to get out, they'll bring you to the queue, right mm-hmm. where the, the path gets on. So it, I, think, I think it's all.
1: Can you guys think about any ride vehicles that might be more tricky to get in or out of?
3: I would say Seven Doors Mine Train or uh, Space getting Mountain it. would be good. Can't would be a good examples of rides that it might be. You do have to transfer out of the wheelchair, yes, um, and uh, it might be difficult to do that uh, if you have trouble uh, with mobility issues.
2: I had trouble with Space Mountain and with Splash Mountain. I guess because having to get down, um, getting up, and then having to get back down, and then once the ride's over with. Having to brace myself to get back up and ha- having help to get step out of the ride.
1: Right. So that's what like what I was going to say. Those are uh, ride vehicles where you're not stepping straight into the ride. You yes. have to lower yourself into them, or you mm-hmm. have to like step up and over the side of the vehicle.
0: I thought of another one too, the um, people mover. I don't know if you can unless you can walk up to that moving ramp. Because it has that's that true. moving escalator that you stand on. It's not a, a yeah. stairs. Uh, you and definitely can't
3: bring
2: wheelchairs on that. The Speedway.
3: Yeah. Yep.
0: And,
2: and of course the, <laughs> the treehouse. That's definitely a no-no. <laughs> no, that's a yeah. no-no.
0: <laughs>
2: uh, there are a couple rides that I know for
3: sure um, that you can actually wheel a wheelchair or scooter right onto. Uh, that uh, would include uh, It's a Small World. Um, the member of my party who uh, of my family who uses Das, uh, she can transfer. Um, so we've never really had to take advantage of it, but I have seen the vehic- the ride vehicles for Small World and uh, what was the other one? Jungle
0: Cruise. Jungle Cruise. Jungle, Jungle Cruise. Cruise was
3: one. Oh, yeah. oh, Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear also has at least yes. one wheelchair accessible vehicle uh, that I'm aware of. Um. What about Animal Kingdom? Can we talk about some uh, rides that are easiest or maybe more difficult uh, if you have a mobility issue to get in and out of?
0: Kilimanjaro Fine. Safari which probably have something similar to Jungle Cruise where they have a, a vehicle with wheelchair accessible if they need to stay in it. I've never seen it. I'm sure there is. I believe there is. I believe uh, there is
3: as well. Yeah. They don't have no. any wheelchair accessible boats on no. the river. Journey.
0: Okay. No, they don't. I thought maybe you can do it kind of like it's a small world. There's a what? No. Okay.
3: They good. didn't make Are any. Maybe no, by I the do time. do you remember that?
0: There, <laughs> a flights of passage, yes. You can wheel all the way up to it as, as long as you can get out and get on the right. ride. Yeah. And I would say that would
1: probably present an issue for somebody who is not used to using the muscles in their legs to be able to get
0: up onto that bike and then mm, wait mm-hmm. to be locked in. But all the shows in Animal Kingdom—I mean, you're Finding Nemo and The Lion King—oh yeah, you definitely can uh, see all of that. I—I don't know about Mount Everest either. If they be able to wheelchair all the way to the entrance, do you know, girls?
3: All the well, my family member doesn't go on that uh, that ride in particular, but um, I believe you can—you could probably get wheel—you could probably get wheeled. To the entrance, but uh, you would have to be able to transfer in order to get on to the ride vehicle. Um, so, if you, you know, a lot of these rides, unfortunately, if you are unable to transfer, I don't know uh, if you're if you're able to actually ride. If if you would have to remain in the wheelchair. All right, moving on to Hollywood Studios, we've got a lot of shows here, so we know those are those are accessible. But uh, what about rides? And uh, there's you know the the Hollywood Studios right now is kind of in flux but um, what can you ladies tell us about um, accessibility for the rides at Hollywood Studios
2: Um, Rock and Roller Coaster is is accessible that was awesome I was able to go right on in queue and get on and they helped me on Mm -hmm. Um, Star Tours is is good Toy Story Mania and Um, I believe Toy Story Mania
3: actually has a wheelchair accessible vehicle too at least one Yes. That's great. So for guests who are unable to transfer, they can enjoy that. All right. Anything else uh, regarding Hollywood Studios? Yeah, I think I... most rides you can wheel up to them. It's just a matter of if, like how easy it is to get in and out of the actual vehicle. Okay. Moving on to Epcot. Um, so um, can either of you ladies tell us about um, the rides at Epcot and um, how accessible
2: they are? The land is accessible. The seas. Um, pretty much all of them. The only one I had up it's easier for me to say which one that I didn't go on and that was soaring Um, but everything else like was great I would um, probably guess that test track might be a little difficult
3: because unless you're in the last uh, seat you have to kind of walk through I I remember you have to kind of step down and walk um, through the seats in order to get to your seat.
0: you know the last time we were there I remember getting off test track and they did have some wheelchairs you know on the exit side mm-hmm. so I do know people had them I just don't remember them getting on and I wonder if they go right to the queue uh, like they would in another park mm-hmm. but they were there to the side because yep. you, you know there's that ramp to get off.
3: Living with the land is another one that you can actually uh, I know I know for a fact because we have done it uh, yes. you can uh, wheel a wheelchair right onto that one mm-hmm. and uh, yeah um, maybe a Spaceshipper. I know if you, you are in a wheelchair, they will bring you up uh, through the back so that... Yes. Um, and that's the case with most mover rides. Um, if you are uh, in a wheelchair, even if you can transfer, they will generally want you to load uh, from the back of the ride um, so that uh, you have extra time uh, to get on and get settled. Um, and they will slow down or even stop the ride uh, if, uh, if you need it in order to, to get on easier.
2: Yes, okay. absolutely.
1: All right, our next question is, are all disabilities recognized under ADA approved for DAS Pass? Isn't it dependent upon the accommodations that you need? So like, I could have a disorder,
2: but... You know, so many disabilities have varying needs but it's, you can't just pinpoint out one. I mean, they're all covered in in, in this. So as long as you need accommodations in the park, then
1: you qualify for DAS.
0: Absolutely. Yes, they won't question you. I don't believe they're allowed to. I'll be honest, the cast members- No, they're not. They're not not allowed to ask
1: for paperwork. They're not even allowed to look at your paperwork. No, No. they can't.
3: Thanks. Uh, Next question is from Erica in Orlando, Florida who asks, how will they link my two-year-old's pass if uh, they don't have a ticket and we are not staying at
0: a resort? Uh, Denise, can you answer that one? Go to guest relations, tell the cast member uh, who's in your party and the number of people. You remember too that the two-year-old may not even be able to go on some of these rides or attractions that you wanna use the DAS for. So that would be a combination of DAS and a rider swap because maybe mom and dad wanna go on it with the one child who's using the pass yeah. or in Shelly's case she's using it because she's couldn't walk and she was in her chair and could walk off and onto something but maybe there's two other young two-year-olds that weren't able to go on something so that's but I believe that if the two-year-old is the one
3: with the uh, disability access first of all if the two-year-old is not the one uh, with the pass uh, then the uh, Disney will simply let her on the ride uh, with everyone else as long as mm-hmm. uh, the two-year-old is able to ride. Um, and if the two-year-old is the one with the DAS, uh, guest services uh, with a disability need, uh, guest services should be able to issue a card or band uh, for her to use. Um, so the reason the the question included uh, the part about hotels, I would guess, is because a two-year-old staying at a resort will get a magic band, but a two-year-old just coming to the park for a day uh, without, uh, with just a ticket, with the rest of their family having tickets, uh, is not going to get a band or a card. So um, I believe if you go to guest services, I'm sure they have procedures in place for a situation like that. But again, as others have mentioned, it would it would be you'd be limited to using it at rides that a two year old could ride, so rides without height restrictions or, or things like that.
0: Does anyone know how long the DAS has been, uh, n- like changed or new? I'm curious. It was something else before they made it a DAS, and there was a whole other system. So
1: well, I
3: remember when we first took my sister, um, when she was eight, we had a note from her doctor that let us just go to the front of the line at every uh, thing. And we weren't a Make-A-Wish family or anything like that. We we just we were just we had a note uh, that allowed us to skip the lines, which. I believe, is now what DAS is.
1: They changed it from a paper pass that you had to get mm-hmm. to scheduling it to your cards and uh, magic bands in April of 2015. It's when they started to call it the, the, the DAS, pass. DAS pass.
0: But they used to give you either a paper or a card, and now with the magic bands... No, they they, yeah, it path. used to be paper, and okay. now
1: it's either a card if you're someone who doesn't have a band or it's um, your band in my disney experience there is still a lot of people who don't know about using it and it could make their trip their trips way easier with their kids mm-hmm. yeah. especially like those kiddos with autism or sensory processing disorder because Absolutely. you know how overstimulating those lines are
3: i mean they're overstimulating for people without sensory issues they're they're yeah.
1: overstimulating for, for me and
3: yeah it's yeah it's definitely it's it's definitely very useful Um, I'm glad that uh, Disney has that option. I think it's a a fair system.
0: I think so, very much, because all we need is maybe an extra ride or two a day that's just the lines are a little too long. There's really no way to abuse it, I don't feel, and it just works.
2: You don't realize how much something like that makes your life easier until you're put in that position. And then it's just like, oh my goodness, you know, I can be like everyone else. So oh. it's, it's, it's awesome.
0: And you and your family are not going to miss out of an opportunity to see something because of the long line or because you can't walk all the way to the entrance, which is great.
3: Yes. Mm. That concludes the question and answer portion of our show. Thank you both for being
1: on with us and shedding some light on this topic.
0: Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone. Good night.
1: Thank you all for listening to this episode of Mama Bear Jamboree. We are excited to chit-chat, yik-yak, and flim-flam with you all again on our next episode, where we will discuss trip packing for the Disney parks. See you real soon. If you want more from Mama Bear Jamboree podcast, head on over to our website at www.mamabearjamboree.com. There you will find blog posts that go along with each episode's topic, helpful handouts that match our show content to help you in planning your family's next Disney Parks vacation, and you can enter our monthly trivia contest. At the end of every Mama Bear Jamboree episode, you'll hear a trivia question presented by our trivia master, Walt Post. Go to the Google form on our website, again at www.mamabearjamboree.com, and enter the trivia question. We will take all correct responses for the month and plug them into a random drawing generator, and the winner will be announced on our Facebook page and will be sent a prize. So let's get started with our first trivia question of the season. Walt, what do you have for us?
0: What day of the year is Deaf Awareness Day?
1: You've been listening to Mama Bear Jamboree, part of the Imagination Radio Network and a BRS production. This show is, just as I expected, practically perfect in every way. Just like me. Please like, share, subscribe, comment and rate Mama Bear Jamboree on all of your favourite social media and podcast platforms. It's as easy as a spoonful of sugar.